It's a Black Light Mass Incarceration Show. I am your host, Sierra Cobb. Black Light Mass Incarceration Show is a space that is used to uplift the unheard voices of the criminal and social justice issues that many face today. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Glad to have you back. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome to the show today. Well, today, man, I guess we see what's going in, going on in society concerning the law, man. Concerning the prison system. Concerning the rights of people. Um, how people, these masses shooting, the police officers beating people. Like, they're really getting out of hand. And I really start to see history repeat itself. Because uh, these officers beating that boy up, brutally beating them, that's like got a strong impact on society today. How do you feel about that today, man? Um, I just feel like it's what it has always been for 400 years. We know why police were made. As we said before in previous episodes, that they were slave patrols. They were made to capture slaves who ran away and beat them senseless because they decide to run away from oppression. And that is exactly what you still have going on, regardless of if it's a white officer or a black officer. These systems, these government systems were designed, like I said before, and I will continue to always say designed to keep certain populations under control. And to take them out. I mean, years ago, you know, you had the slave patrols. And then you had major genocides where they were sterilizing black women because they they wanted to stop the black population. Like, it is going to continue to keep going until we actually stop the white supremacy. And we have not done that. Like, we have not. The only thing we did was March for our voters' rights and March for our rights to be an equal part as everybody else. But as far as really tearing down these systems to the ground that we know was built to design exactly, to work exactly the way that they are designed, then we're just going to keep going in the same cycle. I don't care if it's white officer, black officer, Chinese, Mexican, it doesn't matter. They are in that system and they have to do what that system teaches them, and that system teaches them to beat, to arrest, to harass, to set up most people of the marginalized communities. Whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Mexican, if you are poor and you're in a marginalized community, you are at risk for any of those things I just named. I, I feel as though, like, <laughs> I really do feel that way. I'm just trying to figure out, like, like it's way past, like, it is black and white still things still going on, but it's like they upgraded it to class, classification, and, and they wiping out the middle class. So the working people, it's either going to have to upgrade to be high class or low class. Like, it's a choice now. You're going to go up or you're going to go down. And then I feel like they're reforming another 
structure of slaveism. You catch my trip, babe? Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's uh, going to be, there's not going to be a poor or or a rich. It's going to be rich only. Like, that's what they're trying to make it be, where it's, you don't even have classes. You just have one class only, which is going to be the rich class. So it's only going to be one class of people. Yeah. Your millionaires, your trillionaires, and your billionaires, yeah. So what's going to happen to the nobodies? They're probably going to be oppressed or wiped out, babe. Like, they're literally trying to wipe out generations and cultures. Damn, I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so crazy because I'm just like, if they going to start selling us, like, the, the poor, like, if they going to start selling us, like, what? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I wouldn't doubt if it wouldn't go back to what it was 400 years ago, if not worse. It's not going to just be black people enslaved. It's going to be anybody that is of a poor or middle-class population because, I mean, middle-class is basically being taken out. It's going to either be poor and rich, and then the rich is going to take out the poor. Like, why do you think that rent is so high now? Like, really, only somebody semi-rich can afford rent and to buy a house. I mean, just think about all the stuff right. that happen, like, that's happening, inflation, buying groceries. Like, so many people can't even buy groceries they can't afford to live nowhere. So you're you're taking populations and classes out. It's not even going to be a class or a population. It's just going to be one set. Yes. Right. And you know why? Because they have put on this illusion for thousands of years that America is this great place and they care about everybody that's in this country, which was a lie and an illusion to do what they're doing now. It definitely put on a lie. It definitely did that. Because this is not the land of the free. It's never been the land of the free. So I ask people that, in their opinions, and all our affiliates that be listening, how do they feel like they're going to survive in the next five or ten years and what it's going to be like? Because I feel like it's going to be like another holy cause. <laughs> if people don't wake up soon and realize what's going on, we're really going to be fitting for our lives. That's really how I feel. And, like, I don't feel like they going to ever adjust the laws enough for mass incarceration to really end. I feel like they're trying to enhance it just to put, them, to put people in instead of individual prisons. Like they got California, they got... You mean concentration camps? Prisons. Yes, I really feel like this one, like this... Coming. Somebody please come help me and help me get out because I don't want to go <laughs> do that. So. Please, somebody come help get my husband <laughs> out. We need some help, y'all. For real, For real man. Yeah, this, is getting, this is getting severe, man. You can't trust no officers up in here because they'll kill you, too. Because, you know, I mean, we ain't got no rights when you sit inside a prison as an inmate. You ain't got no rights, man. They can get away with murder. Right, because they feel like them as the state own you because you committed a crime, which is slavery. Slavery. You ain't nothing. You don't exist in here. Like, you ain't nothing. They try to take you and your family out. Like, that's how they do. They incarcerate your loved one, and then they charge God-awful amounts of fees for people just to stay in contact with their loved one or even to keep their loved one semi-satisfied in prison. Like, you literally have to gain a whole nother debt just to do that. 
because they want to mass incarcerate people. So they're not only taking out people that are incarcerated, they're also taking the families down with them. Children. Right. Grandparents. All of that. Yeah, because if you think about it, if both parents are incarcerated or a single mom is incarcerated, who's going to take care of the child? Nine times out of ten, it's the grandparents or the grandmother. It's the grandparents. Yeah. She's about to die. Not, not, we ain't going to put that on nobody, but that's the reality. But she ain't going to be living alone. Right. And it's not left up yeah. to the grandparents to have to raise grandchildren because the state wants to mass incarcerate and falsely accuse and wrongly charge people for things they know they didn't do. But then you but yet and still prosecutors get away with it every day. Every day and nothing is done. Police officers get away with it every day and nothing is done. But let a regular citizen go do it. What happens? You're incarcerated. I mean, it's like I, I got some some information like how people um they got it's been down for like twenty five years, thirty years, and they come up for maps. Like they come up for maps for like every five years they come up with a map to see if they they eligible for parole and stuff like that. And the thing that can mess them up would be a little write ups, miscellaneous write ups like dirty urine disobeying a direct order. This small, any write-up can really prolong that situation. And officers know this stuff. And by them being spiteful, they do so spiteful stuff that they notice that they'll give them a write-up on purpose. And that's a, and that will prolong a person another five years, another ten years for them to come up with a match. And that's the stuff that people going through inside of prison. So when it comes to people trying to get their freedom, you got people that's working people that's supposed to be these correctional officers. They they got a hand in it too. So people's not really getting fair justice when they come in here because inside this world, they got a court system too. And the court system in here is called DHO. And we got to sit there and go in front of DHO to plead guilty or not guilty. If you plead not guilty, then you gotta get the evidence. They gotta you. They gotta present the evidence to you so they can prove that you guilty. But if they can't get that, they gotta drop the charges. And nine times out of ten, your word over the COs that'll never happen. You would have to have a CO to be your witness, to co-sign for you to even get some reparation for that. And that's slim to none unless you got some type of good chemistry with these COs that's anti-CO. I'm going to say the anti-COs against COs that want to go, that want to give, that want to give, quote-unquote, inmates a hard time. Or, quote-unquote, want to be by the book or quote unquote, or just want to be devilish. So that's like the kind of things that's going on behind doors. That's why I say, man, it's so it's so crooked when it comes to this lifestyle in here, man. Because people be trying to get out, man. They really be sabotaging people's freedom in here, you know. And that's like really not fair. And they ain't even got no overseers 
to prevent stuff like that. Well, that's why it needs so that's to be why an oversight. Like, how do you, yeah, right. Like, how do you fix that problem? Like, how do you do that? Like, so, like I said, there's some states who have adopted an oversight. Like, New York has an oversight. So I don't know if the oversight covers just the prisons or it covers the prisons and the jails because I know that they are on a tangent to shut down Rutgers Island because of everything that's going on in there. Like, it's just so many suicides, police officers getting beat, police officers beating other people. So it's become so much of a, a problem that everybody's trying to shut it down. And I don't know. I know that they have oversight as far as the prison goes, but I don't know about jail. But there there needs to be an oversight for the correctional department, and there needs to be an oversight for the police department as well. Because I don't right. know if with correctional officers it's the same, but with police officers, you know they have qualified immunity. So that's what protects them from a lot of different things, like even being charged. Um, which we are starting to see that, you know, they are starting to charge officers. But ending qualified immunity, in my opinion, would change the degree of how officers approach people because you have a lot of not only just correctional officers but police officers who just love to dehumanize people and, in my opinion, commit the same crimes that they're either locking somebody up for or watching somebody that's locked up for, you're committing the same exact crime. So nobody is better than nobody. You have correctional officers that's bringing in drugs and cell phones, and that's evident because during corona, no, they had no visitation. So and drugs and cell phones and all this stuff was still coming in. So how was it coming in? And so it's not fair that people's families have to suffer when these government programs you put into place are committing the same crimes that you're locking citizens up for. Makes no sense. Right. That's why Alabama did what they did, right? What? Uh, Stop giving them felonies. Yeah, they stopped giving them felonies for cell phones, and Georgia did too. And Georgia said because the Supreme Court said, stop bringing that nonsense in my court, clogging up my court, when we know that your officers have a lot to do with what's going on and what's bringing inside the prisons and the jails. Yeah, they stopped giving people felonies for cell phones because... Police officers are bringing them in. Police officers are partnering with people that's incarcerated just so that they can have extra money because they're not making enough or because, I mean, they're committing crimes too right up under your watch and they're getting paid to do it. But yet and still, families got to suffer and got to be searched and go through all these x-ray machines while correctional officers, they claim they have to do that. But we know there are other, there's other ways that they're getting this stuff in there. So if you're going to be strict on families, then you need to be strict on police officers and correctional officers. It's not fair that citizens have to suffer when people that are paid to do these jobs to supposedly stop crime are committing the same crimes. That's a fact. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. You can't trust neither one. You can't trust neither side. So how do people, yeah, you, you say you're running the system that you say they're supposed to correct somebody, but you really are the one that's the anti. Like you, you're really not. Like you're just here to corrupt. You got no good intentions for these people that you are incarcerating, that you're saying that's a menace to your society. But your own officers are just as much of as a a menace as the people that you have incarcerated or have ran through the system. I know know we as the people ain't supposed to be afraid of law enforcement. 
No. And it's awful. Like, yeah. that kid that got beat to death, like, you can literally tell he was somebody who never got in trouble. So, like I said before, those officers was either commanded, because they said that that, that unit was a special unit, like the Scorpion unit, which is supposed to be officers that go and stop crime, but the way they're supposedly stopping crime is beating the you-know-what out of people and harassing people and planting different drugs and things on them so they could chart. Like, all of this corruption that goes on to either beat, shoot, or incarcerate citizens in America is disgusting. And the fact that you have politicians and other people that gatekeep this type of behavior but try to make it seem like the citizens are the problem. The citizens are the ones that have all these major issues while they're going back and forth to jail. But it's your own people. They are no better than regular citizens. They are human beings like we are. They commit the same crimes and mistakes, but they get away get away with it on taxpayer dollars. But yet and still, you have you have to pay for the crimes they get away with and then pay for the crimes that they are wrongfully convicting citizens for. It doesn't make sense. Right. Tell me. I just feel as though that if we, the people, don't start coming up with these programs to implement and start taking charge of our own, things are going to get really, really worse and dangerous for our well-being and our lives. We're going to become extinct if we don't start paying attention to our own well-being and what's best for us as a whole, not individually, not biased thinking, but as a whole, because the system, we, the people are against the system. Yeah, the people have to put that in their head. Like, the system that we thought that was, it's not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know what's going on today. We're looking at it on TV every single day through your news, CNN, and whatever network y'all looking to get the information, y'all getting the same information as everybody is seeing the democracy on TV. So you know what needs to be done. People need to start forming committees to implement better programs and better systems through nonprofit. So take heed to that. I mean, come up with your own nonprofit. All right. You have an idea yeah. that can protect your community and that you, or idea that you feel like the community needs to know and be educated on that can protect the community. Come up with a nonprofit and offer those services because we need more of that. We got to learn how to stand up against a system that was always built to tear other people down while they make millions of dollars. That's just what it is. That's exactly what it is. If you aren't an elite, then you're part of the problem in their eyes. So they do what they can to take you out if you're not elite. So that's why we as a community have to service our own communities because they've torn our communities down and use excuses to incarcerate people because they don't want to give the resources, all this money flowing through America, especially the COVID funds that a lot of states got, were you was mishandled. Like, a lot of cities don't even know what happened to half of that COVID money. So that's what I'm saying. You you have to start digging in and, and making plans for your community because we see that the people that are supposed to lead the country who don't know how to lead will continue to take advantage of the marginalized. And it shouldn't even be, word marginalized shouldn't even be used. But that's just how America has 
dictated the way people think. They want people to think that is a difference between rich and poor and marginalized. It's poor. not. Yeah, We're all the same right. people. We all can have the same opportunities, but that's not allowed in America. Right. That's why our city is going through what it's going through because it's only doing favoritism on the city council. Exactly. Gatekeeping, yeah. favoritism, all of that. So that's why people have to get together and come together, put all your biased opinions aside, and really sit down and figure out what you can do to help your city, your community, be a better city and community than what we are. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, babe? We're coming up on the last few no, seconds. No, we summed it up. We summed it up today. Y'all take care. Um, we'll catch y'all in the next episode. Peace, love, and light. We love y'all. So thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Your host, Sierra Cobb. Take care. Take care.